following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Herfling. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. <laughs> yes. Allow me to puff as well. Mm. Uh, uh, Those are some powerful herbs. <laughs> giving me dark visions. Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not giving visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Visions. Visions. Daddy, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> I think Jacko's a Rapino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you. Hold on one second here. The Jacko. Yeah, 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 back in PSN Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Inside the Jackal's Dead Live once again. That's right, folks. Live on PSN-Radio.com, the home of Inside the Jackal's Head from day one. Hope everybody's had a good evening so far. It's been a terrific hilarious week have a lot to get to and uh hopefully everybody is uh nice and comfortable and ready to have a good time tonight have a fantastic show and i know i I say that every week that i'm live when i'm live um had a great time with tim schwartz uh last show and i want to give him a shout out fantastic episode after we got through our Skype issues, which I hope does not occur tonight. Uh, so I hope we have a smooth sailing. Tonight we have a return guest on this episode, September 29th, 2019. We have the return of Mr. Mac Maloney, one of our favorites here on the uh, show. And uh, shout-outs to him. He'll be on with us for about 30 minutes during the second hour tonight. And uh, I always look forward to speaking to Mac. I've known him for many years now. He, of course, is involved himself in podcasting like we do here. That's right, folks. Con- you know, contrary to uh, the beliefs of some uh, other hosts out there who shall remain nameless, uh, this is podcasting radio on the internet. And Mac Maloney is uh, a longtime friend of the show and uh, myself, and uh, I look forward to having him on for about half an hour. Of course, Mac created the long-running, long-running Wingman series. And when I say long, I'm talking about just like the RV I purchased recently, and uh, I'm going to tell you how to see that in a minute. But he, uh, let's say he sold over a million copies so far uh, up to May 2017. He had 18 books out on the Wingman series. And I think he might have some uh, new material to talk about tonight. Uh, hopefully uh, some uh, good material that we can all you know, go and purchase and uh, support because he is a fantastic author. And he has a great show. I mean, the, the show is... 
all over the place. He's like uh, like inside the jackal's head, but with multiple personalities on the actual show. It's not just like him doing funny voices. He actually has other uh, co-hosts in, in stuff uh, that he can count on. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get a sidekick out of going. I might bring, uh, bring back an old voice. So there might be a voice coming back inside the jackal's head for um, maybe a little bit. Uh, we'll find out more soon uh, about who that might be. I've uh, opened the uh, door for a return of an old voice. I'll just leave it there for now. Now, Mac also uh, wrote the popular uh, Chopper Op series, uh, Super Hawk series, and the uh, Pirate Hunter series. So uh, we're going to have a fun time with him. He's also very political. He's from uh, up north in the Boston Mass area, and uh, that's always fun to talk about because there's always uh, sports, uh, uh, you know, stuff to discuss. And uh, we're both uh, baseball and uh, sports junkies on the side of the more serious, ufological and uh, government conspiratorial stuff that we speak about. Now... I do have a couple of uh, news clips I want to get to on audio and some stuff that I've uh, prepared. That's right, I have some news that I've prepared to share with the audience tonight. And I'm going to do that in a second. I don't want to get too in-depth into uh, just nonsense stuff, but I do want to you know, get to some serious stuff. But uh, I did you know, hint earlier that I have some new pictures. If you guys want to check them out, they are currently live. I said new pictures. New, Pete, new. Pete's like, waving at the other side of the board. He's like, no! He thinks I said nude. Not nude. New. New pictures. N-E-W. Okay. Go to uh, my website, angelespino.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-E-S-P-I-N-O.com. Or you could actually also uh, go there uh, if you want by uh, going to thejackal.com, T-H-A-J-A-C-K-A-L.com. If you don't know that by now, shame on you. What the hell are you doing listening to the show? You should know that by now. Seriously. Like, that shit has not changed in years. Where the hell have, uh, have you been? I mean... Uh, have you not been paying attention at all? But uh, go there, click on galleries or gallery, and uh, you're going to see two new pictures. I have a nice red hat on. And uh, in the background, you're going to see not my boat, but you'll see a big-ass RV. That's, that's mine. Just purchased it recently, and uh, next uh, few months, maybe next year, after I have my surgery, I'm going to be taking a ride across the land. And uh, somebody just texted me, that's a big RV. I don't know if you heard the uh, phone going off, but uh, yeah, it is, it's a 34-foot RV, let me lower the audio on my phone, I forgot to do that. Professional podcasting, folks, that's what we do here on PSN-Radio. 
Hopefully I'm coming in uh, nice and clear, and if not, it's your fault because uh, everything's working A-OK on my end. We uh, had some Skype issues last week, and uh, we've been having, you know, Skype is a funny thing, and the technology is ever rapidly changing and updating, and uh, last week it, uh, it did an update right before the show and kind of screwed the whole thing up, and uh, so far so good. So hopefully we have clear audio. Uh, on my everything looks neat and nice. And uh, again, I cannot wait to talk to one Mr. Mac Maloney during the second hour. Now we're gonna have a, a brief, you know, half hour with Mac because I know he's a, a busy man. He's probably writing his like 300th book by now. Like I said, he's written a lot of books, guys. I'm gonna uh, just uh, sit down one day and see if I can type out a sentence worthy of being in a book, see where that gets me. And uh, maybe I could string some words together and come out with a chapter or two. And uh, Who knows, maybe by the time I'm 60, I'll have a book together. A book! And then, yeah, the big time, baby. Start making that ufology money, or that paranormal money, or... Whatever kind of money from whatever genre the book lands in. Might be a self-help book. I, you, you never know. By the way, um, I'm down, let's see. Started my diet back in October of last year, and I'm down now about uh, 84 pounds since I started my diet. If you see that picture there, if you were to see it before, you'd be like, God damn. But uh, a lot has changed, and it's going to keep uh, going down, hopefully, and uh, the health is getting better. Hopefully, the uh, voice is getting clearer. You know, I, I try to listen to the podcast as, uh, as much as I can. Uh, everybody, everybody that I know hates the, the sound of their own voice. Uh, I'm not too fond of it, but some people tell me, you have a great radio voice. I think what they're trying to avoid is telling me that you you don't have a face for TV. I mean, that's really what it is. But I digress. Hopefully uh, the voice is getting better on your end. Now, I did say I have some actual uh, news to go over that is just not me-related, even though we are living in a Me Too culture. And... uh that's part of uh, the problem here. We we seem to have a little bit of a problem. Everybody wants to now convict people without properly, uh, you know, giving them a trial. I believe uh, this country has that whole uh, innocent to proving guilty thing, right? Like that's still part of the uh, country law. Maybe I got that wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, but let's see. Where to start? Um, oh, yeah, this is beautiful. This, uh, you know, one thing we've uh, all, like, uh, at least, maybe not all of us, but at least, when we were younger, we all experimented, right? You know, with drugs, uh, booze. Partying, you know, when you're a kid, you know, uh, you, you try stuff. Now, as you get older, you uh, you, you stop doing all that, you know, crap because uh, you realize, uh, well, you know, 
maybe having uh, too much to, to drink. It's not good when you're going to hit the road. Maybe snorting a pound of cocaine a night is not a good thing. Maybe smoking two uh, ounces of weed is not a good thing. Whatever your habits are. I, I, I've i been straight edge kind of like for a very long time. I haven't had a, a drop of alcohol in 14 and a half now. Very proud of that. Um, I never smoked a cigarette in my life. I'm very proud of that. Don't smoke cigars. Uh, let me see, uh, I uh, don't do any hard drugs like coke or anything like that. But there's a funny article, and this is uh, from DailyMail.com. It says, Catholic priest is caught on video snorting cocaine in a room full of Nazi memorabilia? Are you serious? Now I'm going to post this over on our Facebook page. If you guys want to follow along, check out the uh, website on Facebook. I know everybody has Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Inside the Jackal's Head, and that's my main show website. I'm posting it right now, so you uh, can check that out. Roman Catholic priest filmed snorting cocaine on church grounds. Now, if it wasn't for the fact there probably would be some kind of copyright issue, I'd play that whole Charlie Murphy, uh, you know, skit with... Uh, Rick James so says cocaine's a hell of a drug. But it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, just on the surface, that's a funny story. Now I'm going to read this. It says, uh, videoed in a room filled uh, with Nazi memorabilia. This is the moment a Roman Catholic priest snorted a line of cocaine at a party in his house on church grounds. Father Stephen Croissant. Oh, yeah, he was getting it on. Who was uh, 37, so he's a young uh, father of the coke. Uh, says here, uh, is said to have sniffed a Class A drug uh, through a $10 note. So that's uh, a holy 10. At the end of the night, of drinking beers and whiskey. In the uh, footage, and you can see it right on the dailymail.co.uk, says in the footage... He is heard saying, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't, uh, before snorting the white powder off, uh, a plate while, uh, talking to a friend. Whatever the hell that means. Let me read that again. Uh, check this out. Let me try. Uh, I shouldn't, before snorting the white powder off, a plate while talking to a friend. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Before snorting the white powder off a plate with, while talking to a friend. Oh, I shouldn't. Uh, you, you shouldn't molest kids, uh, Roman priests. Oh, I shouldn't. Jerk. Now, he, he you know, it's it's one of those things like it's like when you get into a fight with like some dude who's bigger than you, and you're like. Surrounded by your friends and you're like trying to act tough so you don't look like a, like a big old giant puss. And you're like, hold me back. You whisper to one of your friends and like he holds you back. And then you try to act macho and be like, yeah man, I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna beat you down. Stump you out. While your friend's holding you back because you're about to wet yourself. That's kind of like the, uh, well I really shouldn't, uh, but pass the, uh, cocaine plate. 
Oh yeah, the video obtained by uh, the sun on obtained by the sun on Sunday. Great, it's said to have uh, been recorded at the end of two days of partying when Father Crisan invited friends to his parish home, and uh, he says he admitted to taking drugs, telling newspapers Ruth uh, Warrander that uh, it was just uh, the one night, and that was it. I don't have an issue with drugs. Uh, a source uh, said uh, a number of re, uh, revealers that went back to Father Cristan's house at 11 a.m. for seven hours where they were uh, memorabilia. Well, that's... Uh, that escalated pretty quickly, right, guys? After, I mean, from stony cocaine to Nazi memorabilia, holy moly. After the uh, party, host asked them to leave. The memorabilia included, by the way, flags, hats, and an eagle with a SWAT sticker on the, uh, pl- on the, on a uh, plinth, on the Father Croissant's um, uh, mental piece. Now, the source uh, added, it was all over the house. At one point, Stephen put on a cap and did the Nazi salute. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Pete, by the way, on the, uh, the other side of the board, gave me this link. It told me, you got to read this, boss. got to read this on air. This is funny stuff. Now, I'm going to continue here. It says, and I quote, it's shocking. He's supposed to be an upstanding member of society. He shouldn't be taking drugs. The source also said Father Croissant had been drinking beers and Jack Daniels uh, whiskey as uh, well as taking the uh, cocaine. Uh, of course, the, the uh, don't mention the Nazi stuff going on. Just the drugs. And the booze. And the partying. But, yeah, no mention of uh, the fact that he has Nazi memorabilia, right, so far. Father Cristiano lives on the cross of the St. Patrick's Church in uh, Banbridge, North Ireland, denied being a Nazi, and said, ah, the memorabilia. It was there because, uh, well, uh, he, he said he collects historical stuff. Ah! He collects historic stuff. I wonder if he has, like, I don't know, collections uh, going all the way back to, like, the concentration camps uh, or something like that. You know, he probably would get along with uh, AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, as a POTUS 45 would call her. Cortez. Now, uh, he said he had depression and was, uh, and was sick. And he was actually, I'm sorry, on, on sick leave when the footage was taken. Oh, I got depressed. I had to be on sick leave because somebody recorded me snorting cocaine off a plate. Father Croissant, or Croissant. Uh, said he had left the uh, church but was being backed by the parish. Huh. 
or the spokeswoman for the bishop said the priest would be uh, supported through his issues because you know eh, who cares you know it's a little cocaine uh some nazi stuff you know father christianer studied uh for priesthood at st patrick's college uh Maynooth and uh in theology in 2007. I wonder what kind of theology that was. And it didn't have anything with salute to, uh, you know, Mein Kampf type salute. I'm going to continue the salute there. During his years at uh, Maynooth, he said he was involved in various uh, pastoral activities, including prison in hospital uh, chaplaincy, uh, according to the uh, parish website, uh, no mention if he touched any little kids. He was appointed uh, to uh, see Patrick Parish as uh, in 2012, and before this served as curate in St. Uh, Peter's Parish, Lurgan, and the parish of to to Lulish, to Lulish, yeah, whatever. Uh, he should get it in the Tululish, Tululish, Tululish. Uh, that you know, doesn't shock me, and uh, of course, they uh, sweep it under the rug. But if you want to read the uh, article for yourself and know that I'm not making this stuff up, it's uh, posted on my website again. You can go to the Jackal. Uh, on Facebook by looking it up on Facebook.com forward slash Inside the Jackal's Head. It's right on there. First link is from uh, Daily Mail and it has uh, the guy sniffing coke. Hysterical. I'm being asked, uh, let's see, uh, a few folks are asking me about the picture uh, of myself with uh, the red hat on. Let's see, on Facebook... Akeem is asking me, which era specifically are you referring to when you wear that hat? I posted back, well, the 80s were the shit. And of course, it becomes, uh, you know, racial immediately. Oh, you mean when, uh, reddening, uh, black people into poor neighborhoods was it the highest when loans were at worst black and Hispanic families and the fact that Reagan started borrowing from Social Security and also uh, wouldn't even mention AIDS until millions were dead? Tell me the only thing about the 80s that were uh, great uh, was the culture usually Democrat. Give you the rest of the culture, the only Democrat politician who fucked up was Tipper Gore. Now, obviously, this guy didn't get the joke or the memo, or has no sense of humor, so I'm going to write back. <clears throat> the show, Different Strokes, and, uh, let me see, Silver Spoon, were fantastic. Also, Night Rider, and Star Wars all had a cool run in the 80s. And 
and let's not forget Indiana uh-uh, Jones. Uh, what else could I put on here for Akeem? Um, hmm. Somehow, I think you need to go home and rethink your life. Okay. See, here's the problem. People on the left uh, sometimes uh, have no sense of humor. Obviously, when I say the 80s, I'm joking, Akeem, you big buffoon. I hope he uh, listens to this episode. I'm going to post it, and he's going to hear me typing out an answer. Normally, I wouldn't do that, folks, but let me explain something. When I say uh, that, you know, we need to go back to a time uh, where this country was great again, has something to do with race, has to do with economy has to do with uh, the simple fact that you know people weren't acting as bananas as they're acting now uh, there wasn't a movement towards socialism as there is now guess what I came to this country from a socialist country which is has become a, a shithole because of socialism the same kind of crap that's ruined Venezuela ruined my Cuba, and that's what Ocasio-Cortez and the fraud squad want to bring to the United States. And the one guy who's saying, uh, none of my watch, is the guy you guys want to impeach? Hold on a second now. This has been a fantastic week when it comes to news because it's been the hypocrisy clear as day. The agenda is all for everyone to see. Uh, I know everybody has been uh, listening in or, you know, intently uh, at every single word that's being said from either the left or the right, whether it's on CNN, NBC, MSNBC, Fox News, whatever the media outlets that you listen to, whoever your favorite pundits are, Hannity, Jesse Waters, uh, Rachel Madcow, uh, whoever the, the hell you listen to or watch, Rush Limbaugh, whoever. The one thing that's perfectly clear, and I've read word for word that conversation with the Ukraine president, okay? In fact, it's on my website, angelespino.com. If you want to read it, it's right on there. And Nancy Nasty. Pelosi, before the report even was out in the air, out in the open, said, well, we have to impeach because this is damning evidence. This is outrageous. He is conspiring into a conspiracy in this conspiracy and he's dealing with Ukraine and pressuring them and there's like 18,000 mentions of Biden and this and that. So they're going on with impeachment, and, and she was asked, have you uh, <clears throat> seen the report? I mean, have you, did you hear the conversation? Well, no, 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 no. Haven't seen anything. I haven't actually heard the phone call, but, you know, I was told it was bad. So I got to impeach because somebody told her that he was involved in nefarious activities. So you must impeach. This is 
This is how easy the left has become. On hearsay, they're trying to impeach the president. Now, let me explain something to you. I, I have the transcript, guys. I'm going to, uh, in fact, go over it. This is part of what I wanted to uh, go over tonight. Because the entire thing is out. The president is not conspiring on anything. Uh, there's uh, no conspiracy on his part. Uh, again, I read it. Uh, the whistleblower who has every right to come forward and and say, hey, listen, I, I was told this or I heard that or whatever, uh, just like the president has, has every right to defend himself and also has every right to face his accuser. The left wants to cover who the whistleblower is, which is nonsense, because this is clear as day part of the conspiracy. Think about this, folks. And I'm going to go over the, uh, the unclassified copy here in a minute. Think about this for a second. Here we have the president talking to uh, another president who just got put into uh, leadership in his country. They're having a friendly conversation, which is what this was. And in the conversation, uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine, a newly elected president, says, uh, you know, uh, thank you, and uh, you're absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big. We worked hard for this. We worked a lot. But I would like to confess to you that I had uh, an opportunity to learn from you. We used uh, quite a few of your skills and knowledge and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And this is true. There were unique elections. These were unique elections. We were in a unique situation and we were able to achieve a unique success. Okay, he says, I'm able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election and the second time you are now calling uh, me to uh, when my party won the uh, preliminary election, I think I should run more often so you can call me more often and we can uh, talk over the whole moment more often. So as you can tell, this is the second conversation these guys have had, right? So far, very friendly. Now, that is Zelensky talking to the president after the president, Trump, started off with congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States, and you did a terrific job the way you came from behind. Uh, no sexual reference, guys. That's the way uh, Trump said it, okay? Now he says uh, the way you came from behind, somebody who wasn't given much chance and you ended up winning easily it's a fantastic achievement congratulations so far nothing and then of course i read to you uh, president Zelensky's uh, reply you're absolutely right mr president and uh now let's go back to our president after Zelensky says um that we should have more uh, more phone calls and we should talk more often. The president called back said, or said, that's a very good idea. I think your country is uh, uh, is very happy about that. 
Antoninsky replied with, Well, yes, to tell uh, you the truth, we are uh, trying to work hard because we want to drain the swamp here in our country. We brought in many, many new people, not old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format, a new type of government. We are a great, and you are, he said, you are a great teacher for us. And that's when uh, Trump came in and said, well, it's uh, very nice of you to say that. Uh, I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine, you know, we we spend a lot of effort and a lot of time, much more than European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. I'm going to pause for a second before I continue reading. When they met on TV, even Trump then said that other countries should, you know, help them uh, more than they have been. And Zelensky said, more than, you know, we don't need your help, we need your support. That's a very strong president, and, you know, I applaud him for answering like that. That's a very good answer, because sometimes, yeah, help is great, but when you have other countries supporting you to end corruption, to clean the, or drain the swamp, to actually do good things for the people, and you're supporting each other, and you're building bridges, that is good. That's the opposite of what happens on the left. Now, it says here, and I'm going to continue, uh, it says, Germany does almost nothing for you, says President Trump. All they do is talk, and I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, uh, she talks uh, Ukraine, but she doesn't really do anything. Now, nobody's t- you know, said anything that, about that, and he spoke about Angela Merkel, name drop. Never hasn't spoken about Biden once yet. A lot of uh, the European countries are the uh, same way, so I think it's something you should uh, really look into or look at. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I would, you know, wouldn't say that it's uh, reciprocal uh, necessarily because uh, things are happening that are not good. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. So far, that sounds like, you know, Trump all the way. That's the way he speaks. You know, he's always telling you, hey, we've done good for you. And by the way, the president has every right to negotiate however the hell he wants, as long as he's not bribing them with money or extorting or doing something that's crazily illegal, which is nowhere on this call so far. And uh, there's nothing on the rest of this that is illegal. Again, president also has, uh, you know, the power of the office to speak at, at, you know, in ways that we might have. Now, Zelensky replies with, he says, yes, you are absolutely right. Not only a hundred percent, but actually a thousand. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with, uh, Mike Crone and I told him that, uh, they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing, and uh, the issue is that the uh, sanctions, they are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should work for Ukraine. It turns out, even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States is a much bigger partner than the European than the European Union. And I'm very grateful to you 
that because the United States is doing quite a lot for our uh, for Ukraine, much more than the European Union, especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation. Now, this is the first time Russia really is brought into this seriously and is by Zelensky. Okay, I would also like to thank you for your great support in that area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next steps. Specifically, you know, we are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. And continues uh, on here, says the president replies with, I would like to, for you to do us a favor. Uh, though because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it, I would like you to find out what happened with the whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike. I, I guess you have one of uh, your wealthy people, the server, they, they say Ukraine has it. There were, there were a lot of things that went on. The whole situation, I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. Okay, now let's stop there for a second. The CrowdStrike, that's a company. Um, you guys can look it up and find out more information. I'm short on time, so I'm not going to get too deep into who they are, but they're in the center of the entire 2016 election hoaxing. Okay? They're behind everything that happened for the last two and a half years. This is our president basically asking him, hey, do us a favor. Since you're trying to get you know rid of corruption, something happened in the past. Can you look into it? Because, you know, we need to air these people out because you might be surrounding yourself with the same people. This is solid advice from one you know, leader to a new leader. Okay? This is not I would talk to somebody who I'm trying to give advice to. Now, I'm going to continue. It says, uh, I would like, uh, let me see. I would like uh, to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like uh, you to get to the uh, bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, the whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a, name, uh, a man named Robert Mueller and an incompetent performance, which it was. Uh, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Now, whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it, if that's possible. Okay? Now, Zelensky replied with, yes, it's very important for me, and everything that you just uh, mentioned earlier, for me as a president, it's very important that we are open for any future cooperation. We're ready to uh, open a new page of cooperation in relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just uh, recalled our ambassador, uh, from the United from the United States, and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work hard on making sure that our our two nations are getting closer. I I would also like uh, and hope to see him having our trust and your confidence, and having personal relations with you, uh, so we can cooperate even more. And uh, I will personally tell you that one of uh, my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we're uh, we're hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and will meet once uh, he comes to Ukraine. Note, guys, this is the first time Giuliani is brought in to the conversation as by Zelensky. Um, so, 
so far, this is the only time, right? Trump hasn't really mentioned him. Now he says, I just wanted to assure you uh, once again that uh, you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also want to tell you that we are friends, we are great friends, and you, Mr. President, have friends in our country, so we can continue our strategic uh, partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people, and in addition to that investigation, I guarantee, as President of Ukraine, that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly, that I, that I can assure you, just like our President Trump has been open about this, Release the entire uh, thing, okay? Our president replied back with good because I I uh, heard you had a prosecutor who was you know very good, uh, and he was uh, sh he was very good. And he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, and and really, uh, they say they shut your uh, very good prosecutor down, and he had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and, you know, I would like for him uh, to call you. I will ask him to call you, uh, along with the Attorney General, uh, Rudy, uh, very much knows what's happening. He is a, a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that would be great. The former ambassador from the United States, the woman, um, was bad news, and the people she was dealing with in the Ukraine were bad news. So I just wanted to let you know that. And uh, the other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, uh, and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you could do with the Attorney General would be great. Biden uh, went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you look into it, uh, it's not it's not that horrible to everybody because if you actually, by the way, guys, and now I'm going off the script for a second here on the on the unclassified document. Uh, this is my personal opinion. If you watch that video of Biden talking about how he, uh, you know, told them, well, if you don't do this, you don't get the money. That's extortion. No matter how you look at it. And he used the president's office with Obama's approval to extort a person out of a position to get their political way. His son cashed in, in on the whole thing. He was not, uh, you know, capable of the position he was given. He made off with millions of dollars. And uh, Biden, and, and I'm talking about Hunter Biden, uh, had no experience to be on that kind of a board that he was put into. And, uh, you know, yet, he was uh, put on uh, and made a lot of money. You don't think anybody made money for the first he did. Everybody, everybody, even probably President Obama got paid. Now, of course, the left are trying to impeach the president because he's trying to end corruption and he's trying to say, hey, listen, uh, let's uh, be open about this. Let's see how deep this rabbit hole really goes. And uh, if they did indeed break the law in 2016, uh, you know, I think the American people deserve, this is me personally, the American people deserve to know how this whole thing started. $35 million and two and a half, almost three years later, uh, we still are talking about this. 
Russian hoax. And it was Russia, Stormy Daniels, all made-up stuff, guys. And now this impeachment inquiry, which doesn't mean anything. They didn't open an impeachment. All this is is like, oh, we're going to look into impeachment. But they've been doing that since before the guy even took office. I mean, Nasty Nancy is on record way before talking about, well, he'll never be president. And then he wins. And now it's like, well, he's part of a conspiracy, you see? With her nasty broken teeth. That, by the way, I think those dentures, Nancy, uh, since you are getting older, uh, here's a hint. You might have to get a new uh, set of dentures. You see, something, you know, sadly happens when you age. Your face shrinks. So if you have big dentures like she does, that are now too big for your mouth, when you speak, guess what happens? Uh, You look drunker than you probably are. And I'm not saying she's not drunk, because the lady looks like she's a drinker. I'm just saying, she looks like a drinker. And, uh... You know, uh, I think she's uh, due for a new set. Uh, but that's pretty much the, the, the gist of what, uh, you know, this whole thing is about. Because he, he's trying to end corruption. He could, of course, try to spin it, which that's what they're trying to do. And you can read the entire thing. It's unclassified. But, it, it, I mean, if this is a conspiracy and the president's trying to, like, withhold information. This is, like, the worst conspiracy and the history of, you know, of any era. Because he's pretty much telling you, here's the phone call. You, you want to, you know, read the transcript? There it is. Well, you know, it's word for word. Uh, you know, Biden wasn't mentioned uh, 45,000 times. He was mentioned, what, once, maybe twice in there. That's it. The rest is like... Very, uh, very nice uh, conversation. It ends with, thank you, Mr. President. Bye-bye. And our president saying, congratulations on a fantastic job that you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so much of an upset, but congratulations. Now, this is only good to have, you know, open relations with other countries and not be constantly fighting and, you know, causing drama. You know, the left must always uh, demonize everybody who they don't get along with. And uh, I wonder why they're going so hard at Trump. Is it because, uh, you know, what happened in 2016 is attached to a lot of folks in Congress that are attacking the president now? There's a lot of uh, stuff, a lot of skeletons here, folks. And uh, check out, uh, you know, some audio uh, dealing with this uh, before we go on break in a few minutes. And uh, we have Mr. Mac Maloney on the show with us. And hopefully he uh, has a thing or two to say about a thing or two. He's going to be on with us for about 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to hear from his side And, of course, we're going to find out more about what he's been up to, his show, and a lot of other things. He'll be on with us in about maybe 10 minutes. 
And uh, if you guys want to call in, and at any point you can, you try to Skype us by looking up uh, PSN Radio. And uh, I think the number still works. I haven't had a phone call through that number in a while, but 786-245-8127 is our usual typical call-in number west of the Rockies, east of the Rockies, well, yeah, even on the, other, on the other side of uh, Uranus, you can call. doesn't matter. 786-245-8127 should still be working actively. Now, I say that because uh, the show's only been back for a few weeks. We've been off uh, grid, of course, for the last few weeks. And, uh, you know, it's only been back live uh, for maybe, uh, what, a month? I have like four or five episodes in the can, and uh, the last one with uh, with Tim Schwartz was a lot of fun. Again, after we got back from the technical problems caused by Skype, or Microsoft, which owns Skype now, by the way. Uh, let's see, I do have uh, something to play here that I wanted to get to. Let me uh, go to that as a hot alugi, as they say. Hakalugi. I wish I had an audio clip uh, for that. Ha, Kaluki. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is funny. Uh, you know Adam Schiff uh, for Brains? Yeah, that guy. Uh, who's, uh, oh, you know, he's trying to impeach the president also, right? Now, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. This is, this is funny stuff. And I, and I have a lot of the new stuff that I'm going to get to once uh, Mac is off the air. It's going to only be on for 30 minutes. So i got stuff for after he leaves. Uh, but I wanted to get to this because this, this is really funny. Uh, and we're going to go into a break with this. And when we get back, we're going to have Mac on the show. And uh, we're going to uh, talk to him for about 30 minutes. But this is uh, Adam Schiff for Brains, or Adam Schiffhead, however you want to call this uh, moron, who got pranked by some Russian comedians. And uh, he is uh, taking notes in this audio, uh, trying to get uh, some nudie pictures of POTUS 45. That's right, Adam is trying to uh, get his hands on some uh, Trump's Trump's photos of uh, President Trump's trumpet and uh, his two noggins, you know what I mean. Uh, supposedly, uh, he really thought they had something here. Check this out, this is funny audio, guys. This shows you how sick in the head, not only is this moron, but the rest of uh, the idiots who are trying to impeach the president. Listen to this. We'll be back on the other side of the hour with Mac Maloney. Stick around, guys. This is Inside the Jackal's Head on PSN Radio. Here we go. Hi. All right. I'm going to put Mr. Schiff on the phone, and then I guess are you going to transfer him to Mr. Paruby? Yes, of course. Great. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Hello, Mr. Schiff. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, Chairman. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak with you. I know that you work for investigation regarding Trump and Russian government. Yes. We know some important information about that. Uh, and that, uh, that uh, is documented as well in materials you want to provide to us? Yes. Could I explain you where we are? Yes, of course. But, you know, again, I would just caution that uh, uh, our Russian friends may be listening to the conversation, so I wouldn't share anything over the phone that you don't want them to hear. No, I don't think that it will impact on our investigation. Yes. Well, uh, please, go ahead then. 
In November 2013, Mr. Trump visited Moscow. He visited uh, competition Miss Universe, and there he met uh, with Russian journalist and celebrity Ksenia Sobchak. I'm sorry, can you explain that again? While he was in Moscow in November 2013, he met with a, a journalist and, and... Well, she's poor journalist. But anyway, uh, she became famous because of uh, Putin is her godfather. Okay, Putin is godfather. Okay. She also known as a person who provided uh, uh, girls for escort for oligarchs. And she met with Trump and she brought him one hour Russian girl, celebrity, Olga Buzova, who also known as a person with a strange reputation. Olga, and, and how do you spell her name? Olga Buzova. Buzova. Um, so yes. Olga Buzova is a uh, friend of the, uh, the reporter Sovchek? Yes, she's a friend of reporter and I think the special agent of Russian Secret Service, Ksenia Sobchak. Um, that Sobchak is or Olga is? No, Sobchak is Ksenia. Okay, and so Buzova met with Trump uh, in, in uh, New York at some point after the 2013 Miss Universe uh, yes. pageant. Absolutely, and she got uh, compromising materials on Trump after their uh, short relations. Okay. And, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. Okay. Pictures of naked Trump. Okay. Keep listening, guys. It gets so it gets, this is funny. Mm -hmm. And so Putin was made aware uh, of the the availability of the compromising material. Yes, of course, uh, Buzova shared those materials with uh, Sobchak, and Sobchak shares those materials with uh, Putin, because she's a goddaughter of Putin, and Putin decided to press on Trump. Um, and, uh, and the materials that you can provide to the committee or to the FBI, uh, would they corroborate this allegation? Sure, of course. Uh, when they were in Ukraine, we got their conversation by the phone where they discussed those uh, compromising materials. We are ready to provide it to FBI. So you, you have recordings of both Sovchek and Buseva uh, where they're discussing the compromising material on uh, Mr. Trump? Absolutely. And uh, we also know who was a mediator between Trump and Russian government, who met with uh, ex-advisor of Trump, uh, Mr. Flynn. It was the Russian singer, very famous singer, Arkady Ukupnik, who met with Mr. Flynn on uh, Brighton Beach in Brooklyn in a special uh, Russian cafe, Langeron. What's the name of the cafe? Uh, uh, Langeron. Langeron? Yes, it's on the Brighton Beach. Okay, and it's uh, a special. When, when it's a Russian district in uh, Brooklyn. And do you know what was discussed? They discussed many things, but the most interesting thing is they use a special. They use the special password uh, before before their meetings. When they met each other, they said, "Weather is good on Deribasovskaya." Weather. It rains. Is good. Yeah. In where? Weather is good on Deribasovskaya. There is a name of a street in Odessa. Did you Did you hear? Yes, I did. Uh, so it's a street in, in Odessa. 
Uh, yes. And the, the code word is weather is good on Zerubasta? Zerubasovskaya. 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 Okay. And I'll have my staff follow up to get spellings and, and more details on Yes. That. And the second part of their password was uh, it rains again on Brighton Beach. It rains again on Brighton Beach. Yes. On that meeting, Ukupnik told Flynn that uh, all those compromising materials will never be released if uh, Trump will cancel all Russian sanctions. Okay. Um, well, obviously, we would uh, welcome a chance to get copies of those recordings. Um, so we will try to work with the FBI to figure out, uh, along with your staff, how we can obtain copies of those. Of course, we will provide you all our copies of all our materials, but I also would like to let you know that Sobchak and Buzova will pretty soon visit our country, and we could read them and deliver them to your embassy, and you also could, we also could extradite them to your country, and you can put them to your special jail, Guantanamo. Uh, well, I'll be in touch with the FBI about this, and uh, and we'll make arrangements with your staff. I think it probably would be best to provide uh, these materials uh, to uh, both our committee and to the FBI. Um, and so we'll make arrangements uh, uh, between my staff and yours uh, on how to facilitate that. And I'll, we'll also obviously let, let the FBI know about uh, Buseva and Sovchuk's planned travel to Ukraine. I also advise you to check all Sobchak's uh, visits in the U.S. because she were, she was in, U in the U.S. very often and so just to check what she did there, actually. And I also would like to look at uh, Russian cafe in Bri on Brighton Beach, Langeron, and especially on their head of Russian mafia, Uncle Misha. Uncle Misha? And yes. And he's in Brighton Beach? Yes, he's head of uh, Russian Mafia, and he's located on uh, re on that uh, restaurant on uh, Brighton Beach. Okay. I just want to advise you, just uh, look at them, please. Alrighty. Uh, good, this is uh, very helpful. I appreciate it. Anything else you wanted to, uh, to add today? Well, I hope that my information will, will be useful for you and your committee, and I also would like to advise you, when you or your colleagues will meet Mr. Trump, I advise you to tell him the uh, first part of the password on the weather is good on Derbasovska, and look how his uh, face will change the color. Uh, and, and so that, that uh, those uh, passwords were used with, uh, with Mr. Trump? Yes, correct. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you very much. We will be back in touch uh, with you through our staff uh, to make uh, arrangements uh, to obtain these materials for our committee and, and for the FBI, and, and I appreciate your reaching out to us. Well, let's be in touch, and I will wait for your response from FBI. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. 
supermanhomepage.com. Greetings. My name is Spud Goodman, and I am, in fact, a talk show host. But the Spud Goodman Show is more than just a talk show. Spud and his temporary co-host, Gerald. It's temporary permanent co-host. Super. Interview celebrities. Welcome live musical guests. Present fascinating feature segments. And take calls from an assortment of unique callers. Should I laugh now? And you can catch the Spud Goodman Show Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on PSN Radio. That is messed up, yo. Hi, this is Chris Tillman from Haunted Toledo. I'm Angel from Inside the Jackal's Head and Skywatchers Radio. I'm Brian Anderson. I'm an aviation technician and voiceover artist. This is Deborah Jane East, host of Notes from the Underground. I'm Ronald Murphy from Inside the Goblin Universe. I'm Kat Ward of Paranormal Heart. Hi, I'm Brian Bowden from Inside the Goblin Universe. I'm Arizona Tramp from Swamp Gas. Hey, this is Sarah Shelton from Haunted Toledo. Hi, I'm Al Santariga from the Bronxville Paranormal Society. Harold St. John with the Toledo Ohio Ghost Hunter Society. Please. 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 While you're out there driving. Watch out for motorcycles on the road. Be careful and watch out for motorcyclists. And watch out for motorcycles. Watch out for motorcyclists. Please don't text or drink and drive. Please don't text or drink and drive. We've seen the aftermath of what can happen when you take your eyes off the road, even for a split second. Please don't text or drink and drive. Text can wait. Be safe. It's not just the law. It's a good idea. This gentleman who is joining us live, making time for us, is uh, not only uh, a, a very interesting uh, person because he makes really cool music like this. Yeah, rocking and rolling. Listen to that. But he's written 57 books total, 19 on the current uh, Wingman series, and uh, he's a heck of a cool uh, individual himself. And we're just chatting off the air about his sports aficionado love of the game like myself. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about the one and the only Mac Maloney. Welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Head, my friend. It's been a long time coming. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Angel. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Now, let me tell you, uh, you're probably like maybe number six or fifth on the list of most requested uh, return guests. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I'm not even kidding. Right. I would say fifth or sixth, mostly because I, I have a lot of anti-Boston uh, people who listen to the show. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah, and they're, and they're like, yeah, that guy from Boston, no, we can't. I remember, I'm in Miami. Okay, you know the owner of the Marlins? Oh, I know. Jeter. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of <laughs> yeah, Marlins yeah. fans listening. They're like, what are you doing being friends with this guy from up north? Like, They, yeah. they took our GM, Dave Dombrowski, away. Right. How dare they? I'd say to them, I'd say to them, what are you doing being Marlins fans? Come on. Real. Amen to that. Oh, my goodness. But how the hell are you, man? It's been a while. You've been good? Yeah. Yep, doing you know, doing a lot of writing and doing our own radio show and uh, and doing the music. So all three things kind of keep me busy, you know. Last time uh, I spoke to you on the uh, air, we we spoke about new music coming out and uh, what's been on in that area. Because I, you know, I, I I love the CD you sent me. I play it all the time here, not only in my uh, my home, 
Uh, it's actually, believe it or not, uh, Mac, I kid you not, is in my playlist on my phone. And I wow. actually jam onto this when I'm on the road. Uh, I, I put it on. People are like, what the hell are you listening to? And I'm like, <laughs> Mac Maloney Band. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. We're from, we just have a, we have a new CD coming out within the next, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say, hopefully out before uh, the end of the year, but, um, cool. uh, by the same guys and, uh, all the songs on have something to do with either UFOs or people that I've met while I've been in the UFO community. You uh-huh. Know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so, so everything has to do with, with uh, every song has some kind of connection to UFOs. So, yeah, we've been working on that for a long time and, um, we're just getting. Uh, we're just doing the final uh, mixing and mastering on on the songs, and uh, hopefully it's going to be done in a, at least uh, about a month, a month and a half or so. I can't wait to get my hands on it and listen to it. I, I'm a huge fan of the music, man. Uh, let me nice. tell you, and it's all you know stuff that I love. You know, ufology-based music. Duh, like, you know that's one of the main things we do around here. We talk about yeah. UFOs. Now, I, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on. I know you don't like to get political and we're not going to, you know, head down that rabbit hole too deep, but I did want to get, you know, your, your take on the Space Force. And, uh, you know, I, I know that, uh, there's been a lot of other talk that's been uh, going around this past couple of weeks dealing with other conspiracies, but uh, I think we're getting close to disclosure, uh, on a grand scale and it's uh, going to come out in driplets and droplets and I think the Space Force that uh, they're implementing is going to have something to do with it. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, uh, if we talk about the Space Force uh, that um, you know just kind of came up in the past couple of years or so mm-hmm. creating you know a new Space Force. I mean, there are people out there who claim that we already have this huge Space Force and you know it's been flying around the solar system for years and all that right. stuff. And, and that stuff I do not believe at all. That just that, that just strikes me as being uh, impossible. Um, you know this new strike for uh, space force. Uh, you know we've uh, we've had the U.S. Space Command for about twenty years. Um, it's um, headquartered in Colorado, and um, uh, and so I, I'm I'm assuming this is kind of like an offshoot of that. But um, you know I don't I, I don't know if you really need a space force or not. I suppose at some point you you do, but you know at the, at, at the moment. Um, any kind of adversary's spacecraft are in orbit, and we have the uh, thing called the X-37B, which is, looks like a mini space shuttle. It's it's uh, automatic. It's it's automated, though some people have told me that they could actually put people inside it if you had to. And um, it's a uh, it looks like a one quarter size version of the space shuttle. It goes up. It's in orbit all the time. Um, according to the military, they say that it's doing atmospheric testing but what a lot of people believe it is is that you know it's it's basically a uh an orbiting um kind of satellite killer so when time you know if it ever came to it uh this thing would be up there uh you know zapping all of our adversaries uh orbit you know orbiting uh spacecraft spycraft gps stuff like that right so we so we already have a space force i guess is what i'm saying so what do you, why is uh this time now the the right time for them to announce it i mean uh, to me that's kind of suspicious uh, you know given uh by the way the fact that we have of course uh, donald trump in office uh who as i spoke to uh you know tim swords uh, last show uh is the nephew of john trump 
who read the, the Tesla you know documents supposedly, and of course we know what happened chronologically. We had his death. We had the war ended with the Nazis. We inherited the Nazi scientists. A couple of years after that, we had Roswell in '47. Uh, to me, that's always been a, a downed experiment that we probably were working on. Uh, that's not much as maybe aliens were involved. Uh, I think a lot of the stuff that we see flying around are our own creation based on, mm-hmm. you know, technologies. We've had this conversation yep. you know, many times. Yep. And I think we're on pay, on the same page on a lot of this stuff. Uh, I agree, yep. Yeah, but there's a lot of black budget, you know, projects that have gone on. Werner von Braun, who came over from Nazi Germany, once he left NASA, uh, you know, a lot of po- uh, people know of this as, you know, classified or not. He, you know, joined uh, parts of the government which dealt with black budget projects. And he, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that, you know, we, we might be seeing are, you know, the remnants or the, you know, the, the, the things that are, you know, come along from his time with uh, with them before he passed away himself. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. You know, this is like, I, this, I keep saying this is like the beginnings of a self-disclosure. And uh, it's just, it's funny that it's in the same era that we have Trump in office and we have his uncle involved kind of in the whole Tesla. But I mean, we know for a fact his uncle was involved. That's, you know, historically okay. accurate. How much, you know, he saw... If there was actual UFO documents, that it's open for debate. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's your take on that? Uh, well, you know, I, I don't really like politics, and I don't follow it, and we we sure don't talk about it on our show. But yeah, I, I, know I, I just <laughs> have to say this: is that um, um, you know, I believe that uh, if there was someone in the White House uh, who, if they, if if let's just say. Uh, that that uh, when you become inaugurated, that mm-hmm. you know, well, what happens is the CIA sits you down. And they tell you like these four or five things that are supposedly turn your hair gray overnight. That type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say, let's say one of them was UFOs. You know uh, that UFOs exist. I don't believe that the current resident in the White House could keep that a secret for more than like two or three minutes. He has. That's a great. That's a great thing, Mac. That's why I think uh, there isn't. I don't think they know. I don't. I don't think the U.S. military knows what UFOs are. They have evidence that they have them, but I don't think they know what they are because if they did, they would have told him. He would have told us. And that would be a disclosure. Well, he, this is why I say self-disclosure, because he is probably the first president who uh, said openly in an interview that they went to him and they briefed him on it. And while he doesn't you know, exactly believe that we're being visited by aliens, he believes what his uh, people are telling him within the military, within uh, you know the folks that are looking at this footage. And I saw you know, the, the stuff that's been declassified that's coming out from the military and you know, there's some really exotic technology, Mac. Uh, you know, whether it's ours or some from somewhere else. Uh, what I've seen uh, from the military, at least, looks legit. Doesn't look like it was some you know, kid in his basement creating this stuff. Right. I yep. mean, this looks like the real stuff. And if the president is saying, "Well, they debriefed me on it." You know, that's kind of like almost disclosure, but how much he's supposed to know, really? I mean, if this is a need-to-know basis, it's it's compartmentalized uh, information as it is. So he might be told, yeah, well, uh, here's what we know, hint, quote-unquote, 
But, you know, he doesn't need to know everything. Or maybe he does know more than he's leaning on. And he's being coy about it because, of course, no. being the president, you know. But, of course, you got to now give him credit that he's a, a genius. And he he's will not be a, coy about it. You he's know, not coy about anything. That's the thing. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Look what happened with the Ukraine now. He, they said, no, he's a conspiracy. He doesn't want to release the, uh, the documents. And he's like, okay, here. Here's the phone call. Now what? Like, the, there's no filter. He doesn't care. So I, I agree with you. I don't think he knows particularly everything. I don't think he knows. I think what happens is, you know, there are some things... When you really look at it, you know, the president of the United States, at the very, the longest he can be there is eight years. Correct. And so, uh, you know, but, you know, there's 99% of Washington is made up of people who are there for the, their careers. Uh-huh. And they're there for much more than eight years. And, you know, some things, you know, he's like a, you know, any president is kind of a temporary employee, you know. So there are certain things, you know, that they, they themselves don't know. And I'll give you a really quick example. Back in the 70s, mm-hmm. Nixon was... Um, Touring the San Diego uh, shipyard, mm-hmm. uh, he had given a speech and he had given a tour of the shipyard in San Diego. U.S. Navy shipyard is this enormous facility there, and um, there was a uh, ship dock there. It looked kind of odd, and Nixon said, uh, "Hey, you know uh, what is that ship? Uh, you know, I'd like to go on that. It looks unusual." And they and they wouldn't give him clearance to go on it. And what it was was the uh, Globar Explorer, <laughs> which was the ship that Howard Hughes put together. And they yep. had a big car on it, and they went out and they tried to lift a Russian submarine off the uh, floor of the Pacific. Uh, so, you know, there was some, and that, and that thing took, you know, years to put together. There were just mm-hmm. some things that, you know, presidents, even the presidents themselves uh, are not privy to. Now, if they ask for it, or if they really look into it, you know, probably at the end of the tunnel, you know, they would get clearance to see these things, but they're not told just as a matter of uh, course. They're not just they're not told automatically. Let's put it that way. Now it's funny you say that because, of course, you know we have now. Uh, let's let's flip the script a little bit. We had, of course, of course, in 2016, we had Hillary Clinton who was running off also for office, and she's very interested in the subject of UFOs. Uh, of course, she wanted to get to the bottom of it when Bill Clinton was uh, president, and he inquired about it. Was told nothing according to him. She was uh, talking about, you know, looking into it also. She loses the election. Now, of course, Trump, you know, says, well, you know, I've been told this, that, and the other thing. Um, but it seems that, you know, the, the left is really kind of pushing for uh, disclosure really hard. And uh, that's kind of funny because, you know, they're being kind of mobbed together with the crazies and the kooks and now the UFOs and... That's kind of of a black eye for the UFO community, I think, if you're going to go down that tunnel. But do you think that's part of, like, why there's been so much controversy in the last uh, three or four years? Yeah, I don't know. Um, You know, we've been doing our show for almost five years now, and I can count on, you know, three things at times it's ever got political, that we've talked, you know, politics as far as we're it. To me, it, it, it doesn't seem like there is any politics involved other than the fact that whoever is in office at that time, we know that, you know, they're, um, you know, people uh, from the outside are uh, besieging them with freedom of information requests and stuff like that, you know, and, and, and no one is ever helpful. That's one thing you can be sure of, no matter who is in there, Democrats or Republicans. Yep. They're never, you know, the government itself is never helpful to people trying to, you know, get disclosure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I see, I don't think it, I don't think there's any politics in it at all. I think it's just basically, 
you know, this huge kind of behemoth, which is the American government, which is especially the American military and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those are those are tough things to go up against. Oh, definitely. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, Obama was asked about UFOs and he said, I'm not interested in, uh, you, you know, life out there. I want to talk about life here on planet Earth. And I think right. we all forget about that. Uh, you know, we have a lot of problems here on our planet. Let's kind of focus uh, on this a little bit more also uh, before we start, you know, messing with the folks up there. Uh, now, the Space Force, I, I think we need that eventually. I think that's going to lead to, like, Space Command outside. Uh, maybe one day Starfleet, number one, I'd love to see that. You know, that's right now just a, a dream that Gene Rudenberry had. And maybe one day we'll make that walk. In the, in the future, but uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't think that you or I will see that, or Steve Bassett, or anybody else who's making that uh, dream become a reality, perhaps, one day. Uh, uh, maybe in China, it will <laughs> yeah. become a reality before, it's, <laughs> before us, you know. Uh, that's impossible. Uh, that's possible. I mean, China is making major moves on the global scale. But let's get, let's get uh, you know, off of... Uh, Politics for a second. So I do want to talk about your your books here, Wingman. Uh, last time we spoke, you were on, you were on eighteen, now going on nineteen. Mm-hmm. Nineteen books now. Um, there's more books on the way. You were telling me you, you got five books uh, on the pipeline coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's more that I've read in the last year or two, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I, like I said, uh, you know, many, many times I think I've told you off air, uh, I'm hopeful that uh, I can start writing a book and by the time I'm 60, I can maybe uh-huh. finish the first chapter at least. Now you've written a lot of books, 57 in total, uh, five more in the pipeline. Um, tell me that you have, like, you know, you've you know, upgraded with technology and you have, like, a speech to tech going on because. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. It, uh, I, I have one, but it, it, it doesn't recognize my Boston accent. See, that's a problem, it. guys. It really is. So, uh, no, just, um, yeah, just uh, Wingman 19. I've been doing that series for a long time, and uh, the 19th book just came out a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, The Odessa Raid. And then um, uh, I had a book that uh, came out about um, four or five months ago called Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, and that was just all the uh, research that I had kind of laying around my office uh, left off from the TV show, I mean, cool. from the radio show and different cool. things I did. So um, uh, so then, uh, yeah, and then I have another series coming out. Uh, the first book is coming out in December, and it's called uh, Codename Starman. And what that's about is a um, Navy investigator, a Navy detective who has just a little bit of ESP. Mm. And um, it's based on a, on a guy who comes on our show. His name is Chris R., and he's a in NCIS, but he's he's a um, kind of like a bodyguard for admirals uh, over in the Pacific and stuff, and a very interesting guy. So I got a couple cases from him, and um, we turned it into this book, Codename Starman. So, right, cool. you know, so I have to write five books here in the next year and a half, but um, huh. you know that's that's what I do. So you know why not? You know, you're a great writer, my friend. Now, how, how do you have a, a small case of ESP like this? He guessed the first name, but can't get the second name. What's going on? It's it's uh, it's just enough. It's just enough for him to know that when a bad guy's going to throw a punch at him, and he can duck. It's just enough time to duck. But can he react and like you know punch back or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or does yeah. he end up getting his ass kicked anyway? Because that, that would suck. No, no, no. Well, sometimes <laughs> he's, always, he's always up two seconds. But like you know, like when he's in uh, high speed uh, car chases and stuff like that, it comes in. It comes into um, you know comes in uh, the play 
you know, on his side for that. You know, you mm. can if if you knew what was happening two seconds ahead of time, you're in a car chase. Uh, you know, that's that's an advantage for you, you know, but he, he can't see far into the future or anything like that. So, the, you know, this little bit, bit of ESP helps him, you know, solve these uh, cases. Does he ever hear like in a car chase, uh, does he ever hear like a voice saying, use the force? Well, no, it's like, turn left, I'll look out. <laughs> turn left, seek Yoda, he'll tell you where to go next. Yoda controls the GPS. Does he ever hear <laughs> stuff like that? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that, not yet. Not yet. No, that that be later down the road when he gets a little bit older. <laughs> that's that. That's cool. I've never heard of having just a slight case of ESP. It's either like full blown ESP or psychic yeah, ability. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. That, that's new for me also. Now, uh, fifty-seven books. You've heard a lot of spectrum. Obviously, UFO is your forte. Uh, UFO uh, uh, is. Something that we have a lot of uh, connections with you and I. I, you know, have been to MUFON and I've done the the whole uh, spectrum of interviews with you know just about everybody. And uh, I, I know that you're familiar with one Stanton Friedman who passed away recently, and mm-hmm. uh, you know what he uh, meant to the community was just uh, incredible. Whether you supported his work, whether you agreed with him or not, I mean, this is a gentleman who brought forth. Uh, Roswell to the forefront when nobody was talking about Roswell anymore. Uh, if it wasn't for him, um, Jesse Marshall would not have come forward again. And he made that happen. Uh, did, you, did you ever have a chance to meet Stanton or speak to him or interview him? Uh, no. No, he, he, he refused to come on our show. Um, we, you know, invited him a few times, uh, through a, um, kind of a middleman who uh-huh. was good friends with him and, uh, yeah, he turned us down all the time. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's up there in heaven looking down at us, but as you, I think you said it, you know, no one was paying any attention to Roswell until yep. he brought it forward. And, you know, and, and since then, it's it's um, it, it's turned into, let's say, a carnival atmosphere there. And, and I can tell you why, because uh, Jesse Marcel Jr. now, who was a child, when this whole thing happened, and it was his father that gathered the debris, and he actually saw it as a child and so on. He was on our show about six months before he passed away. Mm. And, and and he he couldn't even take it in Roswell anymore. He was living up in Idaho or Iowa when we talked to him. Mm. So, you know, uh, Roswell, you know, I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I, I hate to say it, and this is, you know, a subject for another show, but, you know, I, I think there's a lot of holes in the whole Roswell story, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like I said, uh, for years I've, I've looked into it, and, and uh, I've, man, I've tried to convince myself there were aliens, but I, I keep going back to, if you know, I do think there was an event. I mean, that's without question. Definitely an event, sure. Yeah, that's, right. that's it, without question at this point. But I, I'm 100% now convinced that this was some kind of, uh, uh, you know, technology that we were experimenting on ourselves and it's just it's too much coincidence this is my personal opinion it's just too much coincidence uh, when you look at who died uh who we inherited when this happened when the war ended you know you know we got all these scientists from germany it's just too many coincidences for this to have been you know just some random radar that knocked a bunch of aliens you know down that to me doesn't jive you know, especially and this is the funny thing, you know, you're telling me that these guys who came here from God knows where can't get over 
something like radar, because that's what everybody says uh, in the right. community that they got knocked down by a uh, radar system, knocked them down. But they can come here from Alpha Centauri, really? Right, right. Plus, uh, plus in the debris field that you know the debris that was collected, um, <clears throat> you know there was rope there. You know what would what would rope really be doing on a UFO? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I often joke. Uh, uh, Mac, I say, you know, if you, uh, the aliens are listening, they don't have to come down with a whole beaming thing and knock me unconscious and, uh, you know, do it forcefully. You don't need to do any of that. Throw me a rope ladder. I'll climb up to you guys. Yeah. I'll take a trip. I'm down. As long as you push me without any problems. Hey, you can probe me. I don't mind getting it. Oh, okay. Probe, probe away. It's, <laughs> You know, Without drinks and dinner, okay. You know, hey, send me some <laughs> yeah, okay. some space flour. I don't, you know, whatever you want, aliens. As long as you know, you return me to uh, my my home, uh, as long as my uh, body doesn't hurt too much the next day, I'm cool with it. I'll climb up to well, you and we'll take a trip. But uh, you know, they find rope in the yard. Uh, now Jesse Marcel's not an idiot. He knows the difference between. Uh, you know, material that is metal, and I'm pretty sure he would know the difference between something like uh, a weather balloon, for example. Um, that's where that's where the whole thing gets a little tricky. Well, the way the way the the, the weather balloon itself, um, uh, we have a, uh, a a regular guest on his name is Dr. Bob Gross, and yep. um, he uh, you know he'll he'll just in in. Ten minutes, he will prove to you that you know the what they found was part of this uh, top secret um, spy balloon operation that they had going on there, you know, in in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and that the material that is described by the witnesses who collected the debris field is basically just this. Uh, it's a kind of mylar mylar mm-hmm. uh, substance, you know, that they make balloons out of and stuff. And uh, he's he gives he is pretty convincing, you know. And what they are, and 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 it into someone who has never seen this before, because it was still very top secret. Uh, you know, it, it it would look odd, it would look different, and and so on. You know, um, uh, but you know the the chances. Uh, I mean, it basically, that's what happened in Roswell. It was one of these spy balloons that crashed. In, yeah, in my of, opinion, that's what I think would happen. Yeah, I mean that that or my uh, theory. I mean that, that that I think is more credible than. Uh, some aliens came down from like light years away, and our, our you know primitive radar technology somehow knocked them, uh, knocked them down, right. knocked yeah. them down, and killed like a bunch of them, and yada yada yada. And you know, all these years later, uh, you know, look, you know, there's been a huge conspiracy, and aliens have been all over the place. Yeah, slow down, guys. Um, you know, it's yep. you know, yeah, right. I'm with you. <laughs> Mac, I know that you got a jet. I know you're a busy, busy man. Uh, you know, uh, congratulations on the, uh, the work. Yeah, I know you, you put in a lot of work on these books and on the show. Give us the time again for your podcast or show. I love uh, the show, by the way. I listen to it as much as I can. Uh, the, the people on it are, are hysterical. Uh, you guys do a, an awesome podcast. Uh, it's very professional, guys. It's not like you know, we do it here live. You guys edit wow. and do all kinds of stuff. So I'll tell the audience <laughs> how to catch you and, and check you out. Besides here on PSN Radio, which we play right. you all the time. Go ahead. Thanks. It's, it's Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And, and mm-hmm. as you say, you know, we're on a number of networks, but we're a podcast now. So it's uh, we're on um, uh, Podbeam, Podbeam. But we're on iTunes. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. Google Speak, 
Stitcher. They we're on like 11 different kind of uh, podcast um, platforms, you know. So just type in podcast, Mac Maloney's Military Exiles, and you'll find it. You are all over the front, the, the place, my friend. As uh, the rappers would say back in the day, you, you're all over the streets like 50 Cent. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I think that, that's a compliment. <laughs> now, uh, when the next book uh, comes out, I want to read it. I, I have a lot of the Wingman stuff on my shelf. By the way, I have, I have a huge collection of books, and I have a lot of your work. And I've, I've read a lot of that stuff, and I have an operation coming up soon. So I'm going to make some time to read uh, you know, uh, more okay. of, your, of your books. So as soon as uh, the new stuff drops, please let me know. Uh, so I can go ahead and get, in and get my uh, grubby little fingers on it and start reading along. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time okay. with us. Uh, and have Thanks. yourself a, a fantastic evening, my friend. Thank you, Angel. Thanks. I enjoyed it. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Take care. Okay. Thank you, brother. Take care, my friend. That, everybody, is the fantastic Mac Maloney who joined us. Check out his book. It's on Amazon.com. Uh, all over the place, just search Mac Maloney. Go to his website, MacMaloney.com, Mac Maloney's Military Exiles.com. Uh, uh, just uh, check out his podcast again. Fantastic, uh, you know, series. Uh, has a great crew uh, on there with him, and the books are all really, really uh, top-notch material. And uh, once again, uh, this is PSN Radio. Hopefully uh, you guys are uh, entertained by Mac and the UFO uh, topics we got into uh, briefly there. He uh, made time for us, and I normally would have our guests for a full hour, but he did pre-warn me that he was having uh, something he had to get to, so we uh, cut it short a little bit. We're going to hit a commercial break. When we come back, I got some more news to get to. But before we do that, I have more audio that I wanted to play, so it actually uh, worked out pretty good, uh, having Mac for, you know, kind of a shorter time. Now, we did play the, uh, of course, the comedians that got Adam Schiff for brains earlier, and I duped him into a phony phone call where this moron believed that he was getting his hands on some naughty pictures of President Trump. Shame on Adam Schiff for brains. But uh, let's see, we have, uh, what else we have here? Oh, Dan Bongino on Fox News uh, talking about his book with Jesse Waters. Really uh, good audio. You guys, you really got to listen to this. Check this idea while we're going to hit the commercial break right after that. We're going to come back. i got a couple more uh, articles that I'm going to read. Uh, one more clip that I want to play uh, with uh, author Peter Schweitzer. And uh, we're going to hit that in a couple minutes when we return. This is Jesse Waters on Fox News with Don or Dan Bongino. And they're talking about this whole Ukraine scandal. Listen to this. Uh, man, I love Dan Bongino. I want to have him on this show. He it makes perfect sense. And when you listen uh, to this, you're going to want to rush out and get his book. I guarantee it. Because he's you know telling you exactly what's going on here. I mean, th- this whole thing is just a joke by the Democrats. What's happening in uh, Washington, it's, uh, it's just silly, misbehaving by a bunch of losers. They can't take the results of an election in 2016. Check this audio clip no out, guys. how much you try to point this out, the hypocrisy, the fact that Obama and Biden and Hillary did the same thing to Donald Trump, except so much worse and without any evidence. And the whole call, no quid pro quo. You have Biden on tape, all the money exchanging hands, no money exchanged hands with the Trumps. 
They don't even listen. They don't even acknowledge the other side of the argument. And they keep steamrolling this thing along. That's why you know it's not going to work with the American people, because the American people know the whole thing's fraudulent. You know what's hysterical, Jesse? I, I keep up on my phone. I'm not kidding. I, I write about this at length in my book. Shameless plug there, but if you allow <laughs> Go for it. it. But I keep these up on my phone, these articles. There's a CNN article, CNN, I'm not getting this wrong, an article where they wrote about British intelligence passing information to the Obama administration about Trump. There's a Ken Vogel from Politico article yeah. about the Ukrainians colluding with the Obama administration and to the attack DNC. Donald Trump. Yes. At the DNC. Yes. And we already know Christopher Steele used two Russian sources close to Putin as he told the State Department for the election. And the Democrat, that's why I love when you're on the five and you I and Juan go at it. And you ask Juan, he I, goes, no, 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 no. I don't remember any of I can't, that. I, no, I, can't, I know. It's, I can't tell if he's playing dumb or you know if he hasn't really read it. I mean, it doesn't he's take that hard. To, I mean, you just look it up. It's all over the place. I, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating. Jesse, it's on the it's on the interweb. Yeah, just I mean, Google the and, article. And, you know, it's not like you, you it's on. Say. It's not like it's just on FoxNews.com. I mean, it's the Politico. It's the New York oh. Times. The whole oh, thing is like, a joke. You know, Dan, I'm glad you have this attitude. I know. I'm glad you and I have this attitude i'm I, you read you, you heard my you know words at the top of the show i'm just kind of like hey yeah. guys you've been wanting to do this the whole time just do it get it out of your yeah, system be, yes. you know it's a psychological thing with them they have to impeach then maybe they can take a breather and figure out what's really bothering them i i, I don't know how you fight this thing because they don't listen to facts you can try to say you're wrong, but they don't listen. So go for it and stop wasting everyone's time. Get every, let's get everybody on the record, get on the House floor, and raise your right hand yeah. and say in vote. front of the American people Just you vote. don't believe in foreign collusion. Because yeah. remember, Jesse, the Republicans, if there's an impeachment trial, they'll have subpoena power, too, because it's a trial. You sure you want to open that door, <laughs> Democrats? I'm not so sure that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, they're going to call Adam Schiff as a, as a witness and, and then play the phone Hillary call. Clinton? Yeah, they're going to play Steele? Adam Schiff's home phone call where he's trying to get naked pictures of Trump. I mean, you're right. I mean, this thing could circulate out of control. Who else could they call? I mean, where is this thing going? Trump, where is this Trump going? Trump will leave office with 70% approval if they do it. I, I mean, mean, that's what happened. It is politically, it, it's political suicide. Yeah, he left office with 60% approval. Great economy. Because, listen, yeah. it was a tactical bad And he actually did things wrong. Yeah. This is all made up. That's the Stupid point. Idea. Newt Gingrich said the same thing. He said that we had felonies on this guy. You know, we had his, <laughs> he, he was disbarred. I mean, he was on video. Yeah. You know, the whole thing was all there. Right. And they, they left. They won Absolutely. the Senate. They won Senate seats in 98. And he had, you know, 55, 59 percent approval. I, I don't the, the Democrats American don't people, see it. The American people want to pick their own presidents. They don't want sleazy Adam Schiff doing it for obvious reasons. Look at him. He's a total liar. All right. So the book's out. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be good. I know you're going to get a lot of promotion. What is the main thing you want people to take away from this read? That they tried this before. I lay out in the book, this is a movie script. They already tried this. Blank colluded with the Russians on John McCain before. They based it on what I call a movie script. You read about it in a book, I promise it's going to open your eyes. It's been blowing people away so far. So I appreciate the question. Well, Thanks, it's Jesse. perfectly timed for the uh, the second witch hunt. I, think, I can't believe we have to do this all over again. All right, at least we it's have the blueprint if we want to uh, get, you know, just some uh, some cliff notes to check out how it all went yeah. down before. All right, Dan Appreciate Bongino, that. there he is. Everybody. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. 
list and promote real-time talk radio topics, or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fellow. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Have you heard Mac Maloney lately? In your military career, did you ever see anything that came close to an unusual UFO sighting or... No. Holy s***. <laughs> that was the... Uh, yeah. Ten seconds of... Uh, no. What are you that tra- was so convincing. Yeah, what are you trying to say there? Well, UFO is an innocuous term. That's the worst f***ing denial I've ever heard. And I don't know if flying Mac Maloney's Military X-Files, Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on the public streaming radio network. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. We lost her too soon. Gone, but not forgotten. Now, you can own an authentic piece of movie history. Elizabeth Taylor's Ashes. In a small commemorative urn. Remember, remember. I want you to forget me, please. For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever. Command performances leave me quite cold. Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. I want to drop La Bamba. I want to help the countries in the war against the Sandinistas. Cause I don't want the commies at our back door. We'll just bypass Congress. We'll just sell some missiles to Iran. We'll say it's old Poindexter's plan. Holly North was a hero. His IQ is zero, did what he was told with those weapons he sold for Iranian gold. Everybody! On Nicaragua. And on the Ayatollah. Let's replay those tankers. Give Khomeini a canker, sore on his lip, or you'll know that is painful. <laughs> but you'll know he deserves it, that tow-headed freak, cause his girlfriend's a sheep. On the Ayatollah. Now, let's talk about corruption here, folks. Let's really dig deep into corruption. But before we do that, I want to thank our our past uh, guest here, who spent uh, a lovely 30 minutes with us on Inside the Jackal's Head, Mr. Mac Maloney. Thank you so much, Mac, once again for being with us. And uh, again, guys, check out his books. Now, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, 
and uh, you're down south in the Miami Homestead area, check out a uh, little place called LA Motors. I recently bought a car from them. Fantastic dealing with the uh, with the owner's wife. Her name is Anna. Call her up. She's the person in the office to deal with. She is fantastic. I should say the owner because she, you know, her and her husband are the owners, but uh, they're just uh, amazing folks to deal with. Check them out, LAMotorsMiami.com. Website is uh, fully operational, as Darth Vader would say. It is current with, I believe, all the current inventory and uh, fully loaded for you to go and check them out. Uh, Like I said, I bought my Volkswagen Passat recently from them. Had a couple of things that I, you know, cars, when you buy used cars, they're going to have a couple of different things. They're going to, you know, they've been very helpful. Uh, along the way, so they are, they've been fantastic with me, and, uh, and again, I got a really good deal on the car, so again, check them out, LAMotorsMiami.com, and um, now, let's get back to this uh, audio clip you uh, guys need to check out, this is Joe Biden talking about Ukraine, and about the prosecutor bragging, if this is not corruption, Guys, I don't know what is. Okay, I, I read to you the transcript. You know what the president of the United States said. You can read it for yourself at my website, angelspinal.com. It's all there. Uh, he wasn't colluding with Russia. Now, just think about this. If he is colluding with Russia, if Trump and Putin are in bed together. Why is he asking about ending corruption with a country that is not exactly on good terms with Russia? Sounds to me like our president is doing his job. And uh, Zelensky, the uh, president of the Ukraine, who is a new guy, he's just uh, won the presidency. He's trying to do right by his people. Uh, He seems like a very honest individual. He was voted in. He's a young guy. He's bringing, uh, you know, this mentality to his country to try to get him out of the swamp and into becoming a respectable country in Europe. And the rest of Europe should really help and support Ukraine and back Ukraine. And uh, now let's talk about the previous administrations. They had very crooked and corrupt. And Joe Biden did something very naughty. And I think this, guys, is part of the swamp that the left doesn't want to get involved in draining. Now, remember, uh, Trump has been accused of uh, sleeping with uh, Stormy Daniels and maybe covering it up. Uh, Maybe not. Who knows? Her lawyer's going to prison or or is indicted in some crazy thing. Uh, She didn't want to testify because... There was nothing there. And that was, what, decades ago? So he's been accused of that. There was, of course, the Billy Bush thing, uh, the, the whole Russia hoax that lasted two and a half years and $35 million uh, later, which now, after the Mueller report, we know that's a big turd and there's nothing there. So we've got all this nothing on a guy who, you know, before he ran, everybody loved him. Yeah, the number one TV show in America. You fired. Remember that's the guy we hired. Now we fire somebody. Everybody's like, oh my god, he fired another guy. America, you hired the you fired guy. Just remember that. 
So don't be shocked when he's saying you fired to somebody who doesn't meet his standards because he's a business guy. He wants things done. And if you're not doing your job, he lets you know and he gets rid of you and then replaces you. That's how business is done. He's not a lawyer. And uh, I think that's part of uh, you know the, the shtick that America loved about him when he had his show. And, uh, you know, now it's funny to see everybody shocked. The culture has changed, and everybody's, you know, shocked every time he sneezes. He's such a bad guy. This guy can't go to the bathroom and take a dump without being, oh, you see, Trump took a dump. Impeach him! Nasty Nancy Pelosi wanted to impeach the president without even seeing the transcript, guys. She said it herself, I don't know if see a transcript. What, what transcript? Who cares? We're impeaching him. He's crooked. He's corrupt. But, Nancy, there's been no proof of that. And all but, we're, you know, we're going to have an inquiry. They've been, Nancy, they've been doing that since, uh, you know, he uh, swore that he would become president at uh, day one. Because he's been trying to impeach him. Well, you know, now we know he's involved in a conspiracy. Yeah, he is. One caused by you, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Jerry Nadler, the Fraud Squad before, uh, which AOC, Elam Rashad, whatever her name is, Omar, uh, all four of those fraudulent uh, chicks who need to be deported. Uh, everybody who conspired with Hillary to create the fake dossier or whatever, uh, steal and shift for brains. All these people who colluded with the actual hoaxing of the documents. And I hope that William Barr, the, you know, the, I hope his investigation really gets to the bottom of all this stuff. And I really do hope that it all comes out and it's open for everybody to see because the election is coming. And I tell you what, it's kind of ironic that it's next year. And yet they, they're so, like, pressured to, to impeach and remove them. What are you so afraid of? Are you, are you scared that you can't beat them so you gotta, like, take him on like some kind of mob hit? Is that what's going on? Cause I mean, you got a bunch of losers on your end going for president, let's be honest. Uh, Corky Booger, really? That, that's the best you can do? Andrew Young, the fake crier, uh, really? Uh, Mr. Pocahontas, Bernie uh, Sanders, who's a crazy old man who is a complete extreme socialist. I mean, I know the left has gone radical social, but I mean, Jesus. I mean, there's not one good candidate on the left side. And I was at one point registered Democrat. I'm ashamed of that. I really am. But uh, let's listen to uh, Creepy Joe in his own voice. Brag. Gotten a commitment from Poroshenko. They would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, it just so happens that the general prosecutor was investigating an energy firm in which Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was heavily invested. 
Burisma Holdings is an energy corporation in Ukraine, and Hunter Biden, the son of the former vice president, has made a rather handsome profit from it, especially in the aftermath of the 2014 events in Ukraine in which pro-EU forces took power. That prosecutor was looking into three different instances of foul play from Hunter's cash cow. Hunter's cash cow. Just remember that, guys, if you take anything away tonight, this is what's really happening here. Joe Biden and his son were involved in nefarious activities when he was the vice president. They made a lot of money. They made off like Madoff and made a ton of money illegally using Ukraine. They got a person fired who was looking into the corruption with the company that Hunter Biden was involved in. That was giving him all this money illegally. And this was all sanctioned and backed by Obama and his administration, who was profiting from this as well. Illegally. They were breaking the law. And now we're going to hopefully find out who else was involved. Why is Jerry Nadler so deep in wanting to remove Trump. Why is Nancy Pelosi so quick to want to impeach? These are things that we really need to ask ourselves. If we, you know, look, impeachment doesn't mean that he's going to be removed from office. Clinton, Bill Clinton, went through that. Remember, guys, he was impeached. He did his eight years, and he openly lied to the nation, said, ah, and I remember this like it was yesterday, guys, because I was a, a Bill Clinton fan. I saw him uh, play that saxophone on the Arsenio Hall, and uh, the Arsenio Hall show, and I was like, that's a cool dude, man. If I could vote, I'd vote for that guy. And he seemed like a cool fella at the time, but he then he sat up there and he lied to the American people. He said, I do not have sexual relations with that woman. God knows he was getting a blowjob by that woman, as he was saying that. Who knows? But then, of course, we all found out later, and we know the history there. I don't need to reiterate what happened afterwards. But he didn't, got caught with his pants down. His uh, you know, soldiers ended up on her dress, and the rest is history. And uh, we know that he lied because he then openly admitted it. He got impeached. Did he lose his presidency over it? No. But he became president second term blew up in the Republicans' face, and I think history is about to, you know, probably happen again here, but I don't think there's going to be enough to actually go through an impeachment process. I think what's going to end up happening here is uh, the Democrats are going to keep shooting themselves in the foot. They're going to try to, uh, you know, have their, uh, their impeachment hearing. It's going to go through the election. Uh, Trump is going to end up winning uh, probably easily. We're going to see Elizabeth Warren uh, probably uh, talk about who she's uh, using as her running mate, which uh, at this point I wouldn't be shocked if it's Hillary Clinton, because uh, guess who's backing Elizabeth Pocahontas financially and spiritually and all kinds of other ways? Yeah, that's right, Hillary Clinton, uh, her partner in crime. She's Hillary 2.0, guys. And uh, wouldn't shock me if we have a Warren Clinton ticket announced at some point. Now, for you Bernie Sanders fans, and they're going to feel the burn when he doesn't win anything. 
and he doesn't go anywhere. It's, he, he's never going to be president. I just, it's, you know, you know what? I never say never. Because, uh, they're trying really hard to rig this election. So I'm never going to say never. They tried 2016. They feel Trump still beat them. And they have not been able to let that go. That is what's happening here. They cannot let the results of 2016 go. So they must continue to try to impeach because they have nothing else. They can't beat the guy. So when you can't beat him, you take him out like a mob, like a mafia. You, you know, and who's behind all this stuff financially? George Soros, the deep state. You know, a lot of people are, are behind what's going on. All you got to do is open your eyes and kind of really pay attention to what's going on. Now, there's a, an author, Peter Schweizer, uh, who uh, was brilliantly uh, talking about this, and I really want you guys to listen to this. Uh, this is the uh, last audio clip I'm going to play for the uh, the night here. And uh, then I got, uh, let me see, a few minutes before we wrap up. And I'm going to give a couple of shout-outs before the show's over, you know, the whole nine yards. But check this out. This is uh, Peter Schwarzer and uh, his take. allowed to get involved with a company that is as dirty and as crooked as Burisma. Ukraine is, is a beautiful country, wonderful people. It's one of those countries that's been saddled with corruption uh, really since the fall of communism, even during the communist period. Um, so it's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Burisma is one of the most corrupt companies in a country that is one of the most corrupt in the world. So it's a very bad actor. It's headed by an uh, oligarch named Zlachevsky, who was uh, involved with the Yanukovych government, the pro-Russian government. So these are very bad and dirty guys. And Hunter Biden signs up, and based on financial records that came out in a court case, he was being given $83,000 a month, a month by Burisma. He kept that job from 2014 up until earlier this year. So he basically took in about $3 million for a job that he had no background in, and he was selling something. It was not his expertise. Um, I think he was selling access, um, and I think that he was he was selling um, the prospect that he was going to be helpful to the Ukrainians in the Obama administration. So it's unbelievable. And, and the, and the you know Joe Biden said, "I never knew anything about it." Said that over the weekend. But in the New Yorker article, Hunter Biden even admitted he said, "I told my dad what I'm doing." He said, "I hope you're being careful." He says, "I am, Dad." Uh, is he being careful? But then. So this gets exposed. No one ever picks up on it. The president's intrigued by this, and he asked Rudy Giuliani to start hunting, like uh, hunting down a few leads, and that comes right. up in this conversation. Do you find that strange? No, I don't. I mean, look, I think that what, what people are trying to focus on is that, oh, well, Joe Biden's running for president, so this is a political hit. My view is this has been a persistent problem with both Republicans and Democrats in Washington, where they go to these uh, countries around the world where there's a lot of corruption and cronyism, and they cash in. They sell access. They sell, you know, I'm related to this powerful politician or that powerful politician. Uh, and Hunter Biden did that big time. And that's not something we want done in this country. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. I mean, secret empires, uh, there's exposés on Republicans as well. So the notion that, that you know Trump should not mention Joe Biden's name in a phone conversation and say, hey, can you just work with our attorney general to get to the bottom of what actually happened?
there you go, guys. That's uh, Peter Schweizer. Check him out and uh, check out his book. And, uh, yeah, we've had an interesting week. Uh, you know, let's see. There's uh, one more thing I wanted to get to uh, before I forget. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I got to the, uh, yeah, Pete, I got to the ca- uh, Catholic uh, priest thing earlier. Yeah, Pete's reminding me about that. I guess he wasn't paying attention. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, just ending on uh, Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren. Uh, as you guys weren't aware, uh, Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren uh, just a few days ago also came out saying they support taxpayer-funded transgender surgery. So that's uh, something else to keep in the back of your mind, guys. Both Democrat frontrunners for 2020 nomination of their party, the Democrats, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden, think that American taxpayers should pay for gender trans, uh, transition surgeries for transgenders. Uh, the Democrat candidate uh, spoke on the issue on uh, at a LGBTQ forum called Glad in Iowa where Biden made a pledge to cover transgender surgery under Obamacare. If he's, of course, elected president. Uh, he said, and I quote, it does cover the surgery, it does cover transgender people, it does across the board. After uh, bashing President Trump for removing gender transition surgery from the Affordable Care Act, Biden went on to say, and I quote, every LGBTQ person as well as anyone else, should be able to have full health care without any limitations. No doctor can deny you. No hospital can tell you you can't get the service. It is simply against the law when I'm president. Now, is that colluding with the uh, LGBTQ uh, transgender community at all, guys? Do you think that Joe Biden trying to get their vote? Is he putting pressure on them, saying, hey, vote for me. I'm going to give you back what the uh, the president took away. So why is it okay when he does it, but when our president's congratulating uh, the head of another country for winning an election? He says, by the way, this guy's crooked. You want to look into him? Uh, oh, no, we got to impeach that guy. Once again, guys, keep that in the back of your minds. Your taxpayer money is going to go to some dude who wants to chop his penis off. And uh, some chick wants to lop her titties off. And uh, that's going to be law. That's where we're heading in this country. If you elect either Pocahontas or uh, creepy Joe Biden, who gets creepier by the by the day, guys. He really, really does. Now we're uh, all out of time, and uh, we've got to run. This has been a fun uh, show of Inside the Jackal Said. I wanted to leave you with that little nugget of information, a little uh, insight into what uh, the future holds if you vote for the left in 2020. We'll be back uh, next week with another fascinating episode, another fantastic show. Again, guys, if you want to get the podcast, go to enjoyspinal.com. It'll be live within a few minutes. Free, as always. You don't have to pay for it. Not now, anyway. Maybe in the future. I don't know yet. But for now, it's still live and free. Uh, Shout-outs to all the listeners uh, who were on with me tonight. And, again, uh, thanks to Mr. Mac Maloney for being our guest for a good 30 minutes solid uh, half an hour with him we hope to have him back on in the future and uh, 
this is going to be a, a fun uh, month coming up. I have the entire month booked up, and I'm hopefully getting uh, November booked up. Guys, keep tuning in. This is uh, Inside the Jackal's Head, again, on psn-radio.com. And uh, I look forward to being here with you guys live next week with Mindy Indy. Until then, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of music. Music! Lost my singing voice. Sorry, guys. From uh, my good friend Jesse Singer with uh, the song Good Friends. Check that out. Who knew they could sing? His name was Jesse Singer. I can fucking sing. It's, it's amazing. Listen. I would sit, think of my friends so long ago. How did we lose touch? We must have changed Running too fast to know I would do anything To get back those days I'd know what to say 